Hey friends, and welcome to Raph Reviews. Join us tonight as we go in on Psychonauts 2. I'm your host for today, Adam, joined by the wonderful Chad. Hola, Coca-Cola. The amazing Court. How's it going? And the fantastic John. Hey, watch Pixel Street instead of these guys. I mean, oh, hey, <laughs> thanks for having me. I don't blame you. Oh, I'm not is that what we're supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. Um, watch Three Dads in a Console and uh, Assemble XP. I guess if we're, we're shouting out shows. <laughs> Everyone check out Isle of Misfit Rolls, a D&D podcast. <laughs> Everyone, come watch me sit on my porch later tonight. Oh, I'll already be watching. <laughs> Jesus. When, when this is done, I kid you not, as an old man, I'm going to go to bed. It is that time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. It's almost nine. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, first things first. Well, everyone, I guess you guys already introduced yourself, kind of. I'm having fun with that. Um, first things first, though. I got some facts on this wonderful game we played called Psychonauts. Right now, the review is not spoilers. There's going to be a certain point where we can switch over and do whatever we want. I have a little visual moment. icon, too. Our rap logo will turn red, and it will say spoilers. It's going to be switch nice. oh, no, he'll put his goggles on. Are you for Roll. real? Like, you, like yeah. the game made it itself. He I put his goggles, goggles on. There you go. Put the goggles on. That's spoiler time. You have to watch the video because I will be in goggles for the second part of the podcast. You won't be um, able to hear the goggles, everyone, so just make sure that you know video only. Yeah, there's no other way to know. Uh, this game was developed by Double Fine and published by Xbox Game Studios. Uh, some interesting facts. Remember, this game was supposed to come, was announced in 2015. Uh, there was crowd uh, funding through FIG. This is when Double Fine was still independent. There's a lot of this game had turmoil. Like I said, we had the crowdfunding through Fig. They were going to be published by Starbreeze, which shut down in a legal dispute, I believe, um, in like 2018. And then they were purchased by Microsoft, and they were able to finish the game they wanted to. So this game's been working on for a while, a lot of ups and downs, but we finally got the product that we uh, that we received. Critically, it is sitting at an 89 on Metacritic at the moment, so very good. Um, and then I just want to ask you guys. How did you, what console did you guys play the game on? I have an idea for everybody, but just so in case there's differences in our reviews, where did you go? Uh, Chad, you first. Xbox Game Pass, best value in gaming. <laughs> what console? On a Series X. So I played it like X. full sexiness. All right. Uh, I'm going to let Ch uh, Court, you're going to go last because you got a flex on us. John, <laughs> wow. how'd you play it? He's got I... a good flex. I also played it through the best deal in gaming Xbox Game Pass on my Xbox Series X. All right, Court, flex on us real quick. Tell us how you got this game. So I was lucky enough to get the game early from Microsoft. So I was I had it, but four or five days early. Um, so I was playing it on my X. I've also played it on my S. I did try and play it because I had to go on vacation. I tried playing it on my cell phone um mm. with a controller but my wi-fi was very bad so to everybody out there for cloud gaming we're not ready like it, it's great when i'm at my office like i'm sitting in my office or i'm sitting in my house when you have good internet but when your internet is spotty it don't work like it just don't work like uh, let's be real here i tried playing the game and it was it wasn't fun playing the game you can play like i'll say this you can play but when it's a platformer not so much but yes code provided by xbox so on my console it does not say xs on the picture which actually drives me nuts um <laughs> believe what, it or does not. it say code provided by microsoft at the bottom mm -hmm. of your screen no but it does not say xs so like the, the 
Okay, the, it's the just icon. like a blank square. Yeah, yeah. I know it just saying. shows the icon of the game, and it doesn't have the X or the S on it, or Game Pass. That's all. Sorry, it has the XS. Doesn't say Game Pass in the corner. So I guess because they gave us the the uh, the review yeah. code. Interesting, cool. And I played it through Game Pass on an X, and I have it downloaded on PC. Just want to see if there's any little difference. It's just for me time. That's not for review time. It's just for Adam's fun. I played on a um, Game Boy Micro. Does that count? Ooh. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Heavy mods. Okay. How many frames a second did it work? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven frames. I, I, will, right. I will say this: the difference between the S and the X wasn't as dramatic as everybody seems to would think. I, That's I what I'm wondering. The, I play on the S a lot. Uh, it's 1440p, and uh, to nerd out here, our eyes can't see 4K to begin with, so it's not that big of a deal. But like, I can't really tell the difference. And this game, it's not like it's ray traced out of you know all over the place, except my one of my favorite levels. But uh, I didn't really notice a difference, and you can still get 120 frames per second on the S, but it's in 1440p. The games still run beautifully, so to the people out there that think the S is an inferior console, cool buy it. it it's, it's cheap. It's perfect. I'm not going to lie. I use it more than my X. And it's all digital. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I love it. It's that hard drive size. Very That's cool. the biggest thing for me. It's a... It's a that I is, just delete is... games, man. My internet's great. Delete it, and then before you go to bed, you have that great little app, Game Pass app. You go in there, and you're like, hey, I want to play this game tomorrow. Boom, 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 boom. All your saves stay in the cloud no matter what. That was one thing I'll tell you. I love From going that the S Xbox. to the X and then so playing good. on the app on my phone or on my iPad, my save was going everywhere. Like, yeah. Jesus, chef's kiss to Xbox on that. Because oh, we oh all know how it works on PlayStation. As much as they had a fantastic show today, you know, the new Marvel Cinematic Universe versus in, in the game version. Um, their save transfers and how they do their PlayStation 4 to the upgrade. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's a walk. Uh, cool. That's cool. I like that someone played it not on an X to see that it still runs good. So I like to, like to hear that. So tonight we're getting into everything Psychonauts 2. Everything is on the table now. So before we get into spoilers right before this spot how do you guys feel about this game like top level do you think it's good da, da, da. you know just like if you had to make you know a headline for your review on it what would you say uh chad you go first of course i think my my one sentence review is a game it's it's a game i would have enjoyed as a kid but a game that i wouldn't have found the value as unless i were an adult it's like i didn't enjoy playing mm -hmm. it as an adult but i found the value but if I would have played it as a kid, it would have been lost on me. But I would have had a better time playing it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm super mixed on how I feel about the game. There's some things that I like about it. There are things that I really didn't enjoy about the actual, like the execution of it and the the experience. Um, and uh, yeah, before we get into spoilers, I, that's probably all I'll say is that I I didn't have the greatest time with it, and I'm kind of surprised at some of the the acclaim that it's getting. But I there is value in it that I found. Cool, cool. Uh, Court, you next. Uh, it was game of the year for me. Oh, <laughs> That's wow. why I was like, I, all right, a hundred percent. Like, um, as someone, and, and maybe it's, it's to start my gaming career. I started on an NES, and it's all that it was is platform games. Um, so this was a platform game with a phenomenal narrative narration throughout the game. So to me, I'm a story driven player. I don't play online games anymore. I just, I, I just don't have time. Um, I got like two hours to play video games a night. So playing an online-only game is kind of tough. I, I play Destiny every now and then, but that's about it. And uh, a game like this with a, a great story, it was it was the first game in a long time 
Um, I would say since Ghost of Tsushima, uh, or Tsushima, sorry, say it properly here, um, that I wanted to keep continually going back. That, like, I was, when I went away on my vacation, I was messaging Matt from Assemble, and I was just like, oh, man, all I want to do is get back and play this game. Like, it's just driving me nuts, because the art direction on the game, the, the set pieces, and the little nuances to, you know, mental health were unbelievable. Plus, I was... I love the twist. Like there was a couple twists in that game. They were phenomenal to be. I, I don't know. I thought they did from what the story of how that game was about to be bankrupt and never made to, you know, Phil Spencer coming in on a, on a horse with his track pants and his t-shirt um, to saving <laughs> that game to us getting that game. I, I thought it was phenomenal compared to like every other game that we see right now is like pew, pew, pew. Like it's just, it was something different, something to. It, it it's just as good as um, the last good game I played like this platform wise was uh, Playroom, which is weird to say, but I love that game too. I like Court that you right, like oh, some of the things that you loved about it were the were things that were turnoffs for me, like the art direction. It's very stylized and it's very like I feel like you're gonna love it or hate it, and I was in the hate it camp. But I also like am hey. put off by things, most things like Tim Burton, which this is. It seems very inspired by and so like for me 89 it was like, batman is is the poster behind me it's uh, the yeah. best it's yeah. the best movie <laughs> so for me it was like looking at it was already a barrier to entry and i was like oh god i gotta continue looking at this but i do agree like if that's your jam this game has it in spades so as oh, you, we can see in the the visuals here behind us too like it's it's very stylized and can be beautiful beauty's in the eye of the beholder Agreed. Yeah, like everybody kept talking about how they loved uh, Death Door and Hades, and I and I'm just like for road likes to me. I'm just like no, nope, if it ain't, doesn't have a baby mode, I ain't playing the game. And that was another <laughs> thing I love about it. So to everybody out there, as a, a for me, I don't have time to get beat up by a video game anymore. I did that with Ghost and Goblins. I don't need to do that anymore. So you could turn off the you could turn the sliders all the way. And as they put out, Double Fine put out that tweet, right? you finish the game on easy you still finish in the game i definitely put the sliders all the way down and just played story mode on that game no, no. all right john how do you feel uh i'm a little closer to court than chad on this uh it's one of my favorite games of the year i it's definitely contending for that top spot i i have to i said after i finished it um i did a short like review discussion with uh mike zoke from game pass network and uh i was talking about i really need to think about this and probably towards the end of the year when we go into games of the year and everything i'm really going to go into this but uh right now it's up there um where court started with the nes i started with the nintendo 64 super mario 64 was my very first game ever not just platformers for me 3d platformers are my jam i will always love them they're the thing I love the most. Uh, Connor from Pixel Street probably gets annoyed for me always asking for more 3D platformers because I just love them so much. Um, the original Psychonauts I didn't play for the first time until last year. And I thought it was okay. Definitely dated. I mean, that's an original Xbox game, so obviously that there's going to be some things in there that don't age super well. But playing through Psychonauts 2... You guys went into the art direction. I absolutely love it. I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I love the way the characters look, how they're all weird and everything. Um, 
the platforming and just the control in general feels great. Uh, grinding along rails and everything feels so much better. Uh, yeah, there's really not a part of this game that I can think of that I didn't like. I even uh, I went through and hundred percented it on my first run, but there was a glitch with the uh, um, oh, crap. What's it called? The quick resume. Yeah, I yeah. have that. I didn't get all the trophies. I'm not going back. It pissed me off. I uh, The last four story achievements didn't go for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait for a fix. I started up a new game, and I did a speed run. Beat oh my the entire God, story John. within... I beat it within wow. three hours in just one sitting. Seriously, I don't even it, like. Oh my god, you're impressive. Like also, <laughs> like you saying you're a Tim Burton fan, you have skeleton right behind you, which is oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, and I have, baby. and I have the Batman poster. But um, so wow, because yeah, I if you look at my achievements list, I have so many of them. But mm -hmm. the quicker zoom error, they, I guess the Hades has it too. I was actually Matt from Assemble was just texting me. He's like, "Are we going to do the video on that?" It's funny how not a lot of people are talking about this, but there is a problem with quicker zoom. I, I know people that had it with UFC. There's a lot of games for some reason. Some people are saying, "Oh, it's the internet," but I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. They fixed it on Hades, so I'm mm -hmm. guessing it's with the game. And I was thinking maybe it was because I got a uh, a review copy, but I guess it's not. If you had the exact no. same error. Yep, I had the exact same error. Um, yeah, usually the only like mess ups with that I get are if you go to the stats page on Xbox and you go to look at your time played. Right now it says like 60 hours, but in the game itself, I think it's like 25, 26 that I've played. Um, so that's usually the only error I have. And I'm I'm just an achievement whore. I love getting achievements. Agreed. Uh, yeah, it's. It, that was disappointing, but I was like, you know what? I enjoyed this game enough. I'm just going to go as fast as I can. And yeah, I was pretty happy beating it within a few hours. So, That's yeah. impressive. That's very impressive. Uh, yeah, so I did quick resume and I got all my achievements. So I guess it's just a random luck of the draw kind of a thing. Um, me, did you, I, did you happen to play it at launch or did you wait a little bit? Uh, a couple days. So there might have been a patch in between so there at some point. Here's my, what people are saying also online. So with Hades, you had to turn it off and on. Uh, and then every all the achievements would pop. Um, it didn't work on that. But from what some people are saying is it'll work on Quicker Zoom as long as there's no other game in Quicker Zoom. Because you can have up to three mm. games. Yeah. For some reason, if there's other games in there and you play one of those other games and go back, that's when it's that it screws up and glitches. You know, that would... Uh... That would check out for me because I was playing a lot of MLB The Show and also uh, Dishonored at the same time. So, yeah, could be. Could be. Um, I'm somewhere between Chad and you two guys where I like it a lot. I definitely see some issues that I have with it. But it's still, we were talking to Chad the other day. It's like, it's in my top five. I don't know how high in the top five. We'll see by the end of the year. But, like, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I love the story and the characters. Like, that stuff is A1. Then I look at some of the the realms or the mind palaces whatever they call them and i'm like hmm but then some of them are super super good and then there's one i just really didn't like it reminds me of like playing the first one and you get to the meat circus and it's like being that being the last thing that you play is like ooh, people hate the meat circus um, the meat circus uh so like that's a bad taste in mouth. so this is i definitely like it a lot like i said top five i will see where it ends i don't know if it's my game of the year but it's it'll definitely if i can make it like i said a list it would be in my list um so i guess we're gonna go ahead into it now full spoilers full spoilers on the goggles we're switching visually the goggles are Put the on, goggles on. Baby. 
<laughs> He's in your mind, guys. I'm in here. God, these are not easy. I got, to I got a little door on my forehead right now. Just <laughs> sl- slipping on there. Um, so, yeah, we can... I have an order of stuff we can talk about, but again, however you guys want to do it. I guess we're going to start with the story. Um, this game picks up immediately from Rhombus of Ruin, actually. So, And I love how the game starts with, like, here's a five-minute video. In case you've never played these games, you can figure it out. But this is a direct sequel to the first one and the VR game. And it's, like, what, two, two like, a day and a half after the entire... Everything that's happened in this world is, like, within a week. It's wild. Um, but how did you guys feel about the story specifically? Because I feel like that's probably one of the strengths of the game. Um, it was my Whoever wants to start, raise your hand. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was my favorite part of the game for sure, especially you know, mental health is a big topic of discussion now in the last few years and, and people embracing, you know, being open about it. And so to be able to play through these experiences and different go through each character's mind and figure out what they're struggling with and and, and bring them around to a better solution for whatever it is that they're they're being ailed with like that was really, really exciting for me. I felt like towards the end of it, I got really confused about where it was going and it didn't quite land like I thought it to or in a way that made sense. So I, I just felt like I was confused on where it ended. But most of the journey with the story was like really stand out. And that's the part of the game that I love and that I really, I want people to experience. That's where I struggle. Like, should people play this game or not? It's like, I don't know, because I really want them to experience the story of this game because I think it's something special. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Like the story to me was just phenomenal. The fact that even when you're going into mines, if the character was in a dark place, the levels were dark. But if they were in a in a not not I wouldn't say happy place, but they were in a more confused place, you had bright levels. So depending on the mood of the character or what um, mental ailment, I would almost say, um, that's how they base the, the 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 color palette of the levels. And then you also had characters that you know they had openly gay characters in this game and it, it wasn't like they made a big deal about it but it, it was there they they did these little nuances with the story as you went through and then you get to the you know the inevitable oh my god you know who shot jr moment and you got to, to see what's going on in this game but um i was i was with the story the whole way my only um drawback to the story is when you go into meet his family in the park there I was like, I, I didn't need to do that whole side quest part. Yeah, uh, in fact, maybe I didn't. <laughs> that had, yeah, so I, I went back just to get the achievements. I'm, I'm not going to lie, but I didn't feel I need to do it part of the story. Um, when you come to the end of it, maybe now you think about it, and I'm like, okay, all right, now it makes sense. But at the same time, there was no hints. I went and did it after I finished the game, and when I did all those side quests, not one of those side quests is a hint to the ending of the game. So I was like, what was the point of that? That I didn't understand, but the rest of it I liked. Yeah, I absolutely love the story as well. Um, I, I do think that the the family being introduced was a little... I don't know, because on one hand, you really need them there, because obviously you need Mona, or is it Nona? Nona. 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 Um, you obviously need Nona there. And it's great seeing his whole family for the first time. In the first one, we only saw his dad. And Augustus is my favorite character in this game um but yeah going to see them at the setup circus and then chasing queeby around the treetops and everything i was like yeah this doesn't really need to be here it kind of detracts away from at the time you're going through the psychonaut six and you're healing them 
and that's really where the focus on for all of this game but then at the end it just kind of gets thrown in, oh this is a family connected game now um but just focusing and on the second half the the that's great um but he so, can hear us so. yeah you can hear us so i'll just bounce off of that yeah i really like uh the story again i think it's one of my favorite parts of the game i do like the entire oh am i back yeah you're back now okay sorry okay. um just focusing on the second not six uh it's uh i love how they're they're not really crazy they're broken people like ford crawler is literally his mind has been shattered like and you're just repiecing it um see finding uh man it's been a couple weeks now and i can't remember anyone's name the viking guy jack black's Helmet. character full bear yeah that's right no yeah. yeah yeah um seeing finding his brain that apparently has been lost for years now and like actually like connecting the pieces well, of his senses never, you still never find the body though and that kind of like i was like can you give me a third one so we can go get his body out of ice <laughs> it's like, in the lake that yeah one, that one I was disappointed in, too, because I was expecting at the end, if you go into the isolation chamber where the food show guy was, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I just can't remember names right now. Bill. Um, I think it's Bill. Or Bill or Bob. 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 No, it's not Bob. No, It's Bob's. the guy who can talk to animals. <laughs> yeah, Hold that on. guy. Bob is the plant guy. Yeah, yes. Bob's plant well, guy. Bob's helmet's boyfriend. Yeah, Husband, I'm talking yeah. about... The isolation chamber where the guy who could talk to Hmm. animals and at the end of the game, uh, the czar guy is in there and you can talk to him and he's got his brain back in his normal body. So I was like, oh, I can find all of these characters. I want to see where Helmut is. And then you go to Bob's greenhouse and you can't enter it. And there's just like a sign there that says Bob and Helmut have left. And that's it. I'm like, what? I, I helmets level is my favorite in the game like seeing all the um different senses and then also just jack black singing a song in there is awesome (laughs) there's just some things in there i was like oh just go a little further with it but they didn't regardless so the whole like broken mentalities of all the psychonaut six and jumping into them and fixing them and like kind of reconnecting them I i thought that was awesome Yep, like I said, story's strongest part. I even like how it's not even like about fixing people or like solving their mental illness. It's just like, no, these are just, some of them are like, this is just, you know, part of being human and we're just exploring what that means. Like when you go, uh, the Cassie's thing with the librarian, she's not really broken. It's just, you're just putting her, her persona archetypes, you know, back together so she can be who she is. And it's just not, she doesn't have an issue. You're just helping her on her journey. Well, yeah, but she's not like mentally broken like some of the characters yes. are and i like that she's like oh she's just normal just help her out it's nothing crazy um so yeah i think the story's great uh it's my favorite part uh next we'll go on what's your favorite level of the game there's a lot of there's physical world and then there's the mind uh mind levels so what is your favorite one there's definitely some really really good standouts i think there's only one dud for me personally like i was talking about earlier but i guess uh what if was you guys your, don't mind, I'll go, go first since I kind of already said mine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> it's helmets level where you're going through all the different senses and everything's very uh, 70s, 80s, tie-dye, all that stuff. Um, and there's also a lot of references to LSD in there, which yeah. I didn't... <laughs> that, that was kind of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I absolutely love that level. I hate it for collectibles. Uh, collecting the... Uh, 
figments. Yeah. That was the w- one part of this game that I hated because they would fit into the background so easily. There were like three that I never even saw them and I accidentally collected them when I went back. It was annoying, but I absolutely love the way that there's four side areas, I want to say three, where it's just kind of a different theme every time and it's just... I, I think it comes together brilliantly. Um, and then also the ending of that level where you go into that dark place again and you see his memories and see all the doubt there. Why didn't the psychonauts come back and save me? I was the one I sent them a thing saying, Hey, I'm down here. Why did you never come back? And then it's the figments of his mind. You have Bob coming up like, Hey, we did look for you. I'm still here. I'm waiting for you, man. That level was just something else. I loved it. That was definitely top of of my list too. If it's either that one or the theme park attraction towards the end, um, where you're having to like go through and watch the story of of um, oh, oh small small world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the small <laughs> yeah. world ripoff. Yeah, <laughs> like that was a really cool one. Just because I freaking love theme parks and I'm a theater nerd, so that that all really uh hits all the hits all the right notes for me i had a ton of fun with that one in fact most of them i think almost every single world that i went into at least for the first 75 percent of these worlds was like wow this is really cool and unique and then i uh, there were a lot of them that i got tired of i'm like i'm ready to be out of this world now but for most of them like they were really cool and unique and innovative and they all didn't play the same either like when you're going through the uh casino level and it's all about you know connecting the thoughts and trying to reroute someone's way of thinking into maybe let's see this in a different light or see this a different way. And but that was a very different mechanic you use there than maybe in the level where you're trying to connect the uh, where you're trying to um, overcome the the alcoholism in what was it Bob is that his name? It was Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like like they all play That's very differently, and, and I love that. Um, but but the top two for like design wise at least were definitely the. LSD festival and the uh, theater theme park small world ripoff for sure. Court, my, my favorite was Strike City by far. It was just the, the art direction on that, like just even going through like the little when you're on the bowling ball, like that came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, I had to go on the bowling ball, and when I realized I could jump the bowling ball, I was like, oh wow! So it was just it was something I hadn't done in the game, and then you're going through the the slime, but the slime doesn't slow you down. It's just there. Um, you got to clean off the bowling ball. It was just. It was just so different than what all these games that we played and that's what i really liked about it like i also want to give props to i don't know if you guys caught on to it or just weren't picking it up but did you guys notice the noise it makes when you go on the slot the grail slides like what game it's from no like it's to the t tony hawk every time Uh you did a rail slide it's tony hawk now jack black conveniently was also in tony hawk so i, I don't know yeah. but it, i thought that was hilarious that every single time you do a rail slide so in that vegas level the first time i did it i'm like no and then i did it again and again i'm like oh my god it is literally tony hawk but to me strike city was just so much fun and then um i i kind of liked the the barber level um what was it called uh um, it's ford's follicles or something yes like that. yes I, I thought that was pretty cool especially like when you go to the top and all the t- on the uh the the lights are there and you're, tr- you're trying to figure out there was a lot of um cool and neat little puzzles in that level that i that i enjoyed and that one's short too which is nice you can get through that one like 25 yeah minutes. like yes. i didn't really like the small world attraction 
um, as someone that's been on that attraction and can't stand it, I was like, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to, it didn't take so long to get in between each thing because that was one of the things I liked that the pacing was very good in the game, except in two or three spots. I found the pacing to be a little hmm, suspect. I, I also didn't think the, uh, the ride was the most fun of levels I, when you're actually like platforming and everything. I don't think that's the strongest parts, but the tunnels that you go through where it's explaining every, it's literally how he sees the world like yeah oh these these villagers they loved us but in reality there were protests all the time and the father would like send her out to kill them all and in his mind it's like all hunky-dory for him he's like yeah no everything's great grulovia is gonna make a comeback uh for that reason i really enjoyed it but the actual like gameplay in that area wasn't the greatest uh, so for me, I'm glad no one said it. My absolute favorite, and it's crazy because it was so early on, was, um, good lord, what's her name? Hollis. Both of her levels. Because we go through it, the Hollis, like when she go through the hospital with Hollis her. Hollis Classroom and the uh, Hollis, Hollis Hot Streak. Hot Streak. Hot Streak. Oh my, I love, so you go through that and it's really cool. That's where you get the, I love the thought thing and connecting thoughts. And then you make her addicted to gambling, and then you go <laughs> back through it and there's like the Lady Luck to put, oh god, I love that level so much. Because I, that's one of my favorite things to do was connect the 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 thoughts together and, and puzzle solve like that. So that was absolutely my favorite. And then Lady Luxpus was, was a cool thing. So that would I absolutely adored that one. And for it to be so early, I was like, oh, this this is great. And it they kept up, but that was that was my go to. I will say the only one I did not like was Bob's Bottles. I don't know if it was just the time I was playing. I was at the end of a long session or whatever, but I was yeah. not feeling that that world at all. And I was like, I'll just get through this. I like the fight at the end, but like going on the curved earth and i was just like the sailing oh. was the bad part yeah i didn't yeah. like well, i couldn't sailing. even figure out for a little bit how to get the door like i was like i'm stuck on the island i kept lighting the fire i'm like why can't i just like air bubble like well i don't understand why i can't get to these islands yeah you just gotta and jump I on literally, it i just no i just walked and the door fell over i'm like oh my god for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> but overall i would say there's a lot of very good levels so i think that was good to see I think right. you, you called out a good point okay. too, Adam. When you were, you mentioned, I can't remember which one, but you're like, oh yeah, that was one of the shorter ones too. And it's, that was the very first thing. Anytime I entered a new level, I looked at the HUD and I was like, all right, how many collectibles are in this? 200 and something? This is going to be a long one. This is going to be a slog. Yeah. But if I saw it was like 48, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be a nice, short, sweet level. I'm going to enjoy everything about it. It's not going to outstay. It's welcome. It's going to be great. That's great. Uh, next on my list, we have what's your favorite power? mine was easy it's telekinesis and only solely because you could pick up so many different objects throughout the world and you actually uh as so to collect everything you need to use telekinesis to like throw stuff out that you wouldn't believe that you can lift off but i i love the judges you could take their hammer and throw it back at them and also use it to beat the other animal enemies i i just thought it was um well used by the mechanic of it and you could use it throughout it was one of the powers that you would never if you have your four powers there telekinesis was one that you would use every single time so like you're always rotating them in and out right but telekinesis always just sits there you always got that hand ready to go mm -hmm. yeah i always had telekinesis and then levitation as my triggers because i always knew well i'm gonna be running around on the ball all the time and i'm gonna need telekinesis uh, I, but I actually have two choices for my favorite. My first one is pyrokinesis after it's upgraded. At the beginning, I wasn't a big fan, but when you get it upgraded and get that Which huge makes that area, bubble. yeah, it's so I good. I love that. That was great uh, for collecting titanium. An achievement. Just, 
and <laughs> yeah, just everything connected with pyrokinesis after you get it leveled up is great. Uh, but uh, my other choice, I didn't really use it much, but it's the last one, the copy one. I can't remember the name. It's been two Archetype. weeks. Since what was it? Archetype. Archetype. That's it. Uh, I love that one because it's the voice of Gur, who is the copy. So we have Richard Horvitz, who's Zim, and then Gur, just, I, I, I don't know his real name, but the voice of Gur, just doing Gur. It's like straight yeah. up just Gur from <laughs> Invader Zim. He's like, ooh, I'm an airplane now. Whee! <laughs> like, it's so perfect. I love it. I love this game even more for bringing him back and having that Gur and Zim partner up. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't use it much because... It takes too long to make in the middle of a battle to be your dummy, but uh, yeah, I absolutely love them. My go-tos were levitation. Uh, mostly, it was like always on my left trigger, mostly just because I felt the walking speed was a little too slow and I got frustrated, so I would just roll everywhere. And so I had that as my, my trigger most of the time. And then um, the side blast, the, like shooting basically. And then after you upgraded, it kind of spreads out and chains to other people. I felt like that eventually became my, by the end of the game, my like de facto, oh, I have to kill something now? I'm just going to side blast it to death. And then everything else was just constantly rotating out depending on who I was fighting. Which was fun because it, it challenged you a little bit, but also I never got used to like, what button does what? And now I got to switch it out and like, oh shoot, I just used a fire blast, but I was supposed to use something else because I forgot I switched that button now. But um, yeah, I, I liked the idea of having to jump between all of them and not having necessarily one or two things that you can rely on all the time. Yep, for sure. That's the uh, the one, not really a negative. I enjoy the combat, uh, but it's I, don't, it's I think it's a better platformer and story than it is combat. Yeah. And that's having to change out powers in the middle, which is, it's not difficult because it freezes time for you, but it's you know not as intuitive as most other uh, you know games where you do a lot of combat, but it's fine because you don't do a ton of combat. Mine was uh, was archetype because yeah, it's Zim and Gur, which was fantastic. I was so happy to hear that because uh, I love Invader Zim as a kid. Um, and then yeah, I used the Levitate Ball, and I also liked Slow Time a lot, just because like when you fight a judge, you just freeze him and punch in the back eight times, and then freeze him again. And I just do that. That I never picked up his gavel. Like I never knew you do that because I just freeze him and punch oh, him in the back. You, oh, you missed an achievement. You got to yeah. do that. that is an yeah, achievement. exactly. That's I guess all I, need to go I did back. against them is take his gavel you away can, and then and wait for it to come get, back. You can actually throw the gavel at another enemy, and that's another achievement. Yeah, I would just do the fire thing and catch his gavel on fire, and I was like, well, I guess I'll freeze him and hit him in the back now. <laughs> that's or how I, you, I took him out every time. You can do what I do. You just turn the sliders off, and he's like one punch, and it's over. Just goes out immediately. Walk right through lower back. Um, next up, we have so one of the last things: the cast. First of all, cast is fantastic. I like yeah. it. not as far as actors and as well as characters. So, what are your you know actors or characters that you like the most in the game? I'll go ahead and start it off by saying uh, I was so happy to hear Elijah Wood back. I was like, yeah, my boy's here. Yeah, that was, he was he was my favorite character by far, just because his uh, he Nick from the mailroom. I don't want to give any away, but Nick from the mailroom becomes such a focal point in the game, and you just don't realize it uh, until the end. So Nick from the mailroom is my favorite by far, especially when they come. You come into the mailroom and just squashing his head over. Yeah, he doesn't have a brain. He's uh, just like hello. Mail return to sender. And then think about it: you put Jack Black's brain in, in Elijah Wood's body, and all of a sudden oh you, get God, Elijah, so you get Elijah Wood. Right? It's like okay, all right. This is weird. Right. Lord it's of the so Rings spinoff. Seriously. <laughs> The chat, you go. I don't know if I 
if I had a favorite character at all, I, I really enjoyed everyone. Like everyone's performance, I think was really solid. I think the, as you mentioned, the characters were really well developed. They had great dialogue and I, I honestly going through it, I didn't realize all of these high level Hollywood actors were playing all of these people. I just thought they were just like really well voice acted. And I was like, Oh man, this is, they got a lot of good talent for this. I wonder who it is. Um, but yeah, I don't have a favorite at all. I just enjoyed them all. It was great performances all around. I, oh, I will, no. add, I will oh, add though, but his friends, uh, um, Russ friends, they were nothing to me. Like oh, you get the to other talk in Vegas. Yeah. yeah like oh, you, you talk to them existed. in Vegas. Yeah. But you, they come at the very end. Right. And it's just like, I yeah. forgot you were even in the game. Like I, t I totally was like, I forgot you guys were even in the game. Yeah. The, the one that I, Vegas. Yeah. The one that it. I did like was the girl. I just call her Zendaya. Cause she looks like Zendaya from Spider-Man. Uh, the girl with the skateboard. I don't mm -hmm. remember her name, but I'm like, she yeah, was cool. yeah, getting Zendaya vibes. Um, yeah, my favorite, probably Helmet, uh, the guy that Jack Bear, <laughs> Jack Bear, Jack Black, Jack Black <laughs> uh, voices. He sings a song. I love that whole story where it's like really tragic that he gave his life to save Bob, but he's been lost all this time. Um, I also, I just love in general that they brought back the main cast, like all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Sasha Nine and Mia, I believe her name is. Um, that, that was great to see. Uh, also, Rasputin, because I love Richard Horvitz, um, just from a um, voice acting standpoint. Uh, my favorite overall, though, is Augustus. I think the dad, Augustus. I think his whole journey from the last game where he was very anti-psychic because of the curse and now he's embracing it he wants to show how much he supports his son uh so he brings the whole family and and at the end there when he gets all his real memories back but they're also fighting with the memories he thought he had so he's got like two sets of memories here he doesn't know which are real um yeah no i think augustus is just an amazing character in this game which was really surprising going into it because i didn't see that coming um but yeah kind of also set up ford crawler to be less of a favorite on my list now mm. just the things he does yeah he, he did of, some questionable stuff bit of a weasel hey, oddly enough um jack black's character was so embargoed like when we got the embargoes his character was just the brain and if i actually haven't had a chance i haven't even thought about it to go back and watch the original trailer to see if they actually gave away anything because even when they were talking about um jack black's character they never said who he was in the game yeah, i think they so, just said something about mode of light i think that's all that they ever yeah, said about they jack kept black. calling him the brain so i yeah. and supposedly in the credits he's just called the brain hmm. so i i, I want to go back because there were certain things that were embargoed and we've talked about some of them but like it was funny what was embargoed and then once I was playing on the game, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, why? Because I, I was almost annoyed at first that certain things. I was like, really? You're embargoing this? Really? Who cares? It's just Jack Black. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, oh, it's, also... it's, it's not even that they said he wasn't in the game or anything. Back when they showed that level off for the first time, they're like, oh, yeah, Jack Black's making a song for this level. Like, yes, but they kept okay. calling yeah, him was. the brain. And even I didn't think about it when we picked the brain up. I'm like, oh, I still was like, where's Jack Black's character? Like, I couldn't figure it out. Yep. I will say that I do like how they handle uh, Maligula. Like, her entire arc with her being just Lucy and then going to Maligula. And that just being a part of, you know, that's actually inside of everybody. You just got to 
you know, be better and move past. I just, I liked everything Millie Gillard and she just think she's really cool. All right. So we're nearing the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you guys for coming on. Go ahead and say that again right now. The last thing, would you recommend this game to friends and family and your worst enemies? 100%. And if you have an Xbox and you haven't played it, that's on you. Uh, sorry. If you have game pass, I shouldn't even say an Xbox. If you have a cell phone, an iPad, a computer, or anything they can get game pass on and you haven't played this game, that's on you. Yeah, I, I would absolutely recommend it to everyone. Uh, I even got uh, another guy in Pixel 3, Joel Campos. He's running through the first Psychonauts now because I told him he had to play that before he could play this. Um, he get no maybe not my, so. Maybe not my worst enemies because they don't <laughs> deserve any joy in their life. So. Fair enough. Wow. All right. <laughs> Chad, I, you hate the game, so would you? I, you know, after talking through it with you all for the last half hour, I'm feeling more positive about it than I came into the discussion with. There are still, I do think people should experience this story in one way or another, whether they watch a speed run of it, of John doing it in three hours, or whether they play through it themselves. <laughs> um, but I, there are still some hangups for me. If you're, if you're a person that doesn't love 3D platformers, like the collectible, like the collectathon is not challenging. It's just look at all these hundreds of things in here and you're going to collect them and you're not really going to worry about the progression. I feel like the, the power ups and all this kind of stuff, the progression in the game is not really worthwhile enough to be engaging for me and as i mentioned a couple times like some of these levels just outstayed their welcome a little bit and they were a little bit too long for me but if you're into 3d platformers and those all happen to be kind of things about 3d platformers this is absolutely like a no-brainer absolutely go for it if you're into games with good story and you want to kind of do your duty and learn a little bit more and be informed about mental health yeah i think this is worthwhile if 3d platformers are not your thing I don't think you should. I don't think you should play it because you're not going to like the experience. Yep, kind of somewhere there with Chad, where I enjoy the game a lot. This is this is my kind of thing, though. This is a thing that I enjoy. I enjoy the character. I I like Double Fine's weirdness, so I could see if you did not like platformers and you don't enjoy anything on Adult Swim or Tim Burton stuff. Like, yeah, it's not going to be for you. But I, I think the story's worth it to go through it. So I would definitely suggest it. But you, I mean, you can look at it and you're going to know if it's going to be for you or not. So. I think that's mostly positive from everybody. So I want to thank you guys again for joining us. Go ahead and give me your your sign-offs as, as we get on out of here. Chad, tell everybody where they can find you. I'll be out on my porch here in about 20 minutes. So if you are the one little sliver of people who can see me through the trees, come on out. <laughs> Court work if people find you. Hopefully not on your front porch. Uh, no, 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 not, not unless you're, you're fully vaccinated. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me at court lawn on Twitter or, uh, on three dads in a, uh, a console on uh, your podcast places everywhere. I don't even know what to call them anymore. iTunes or Spotify. Like who are we kidding? That's all anybody uses. Uh, or you can also find me on assemble XP, which is on, uh, the assemble show, which is on YouTube, uh, or on, Apple iTunes or Spotify. And uh, I'm John Hansen. You can find me on Twitter at Revex Shadows. On YouTube, we have a channel called Pixel Street Videos. But if you want to just talk, hear us talk about video games, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, all those podcast places. Uh, just look up Pixel Street Podcast. Oh, and I'll also be on the tree right by Chad's porch. <laughs> You'll be on the tree. Nice. There's a tree too. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, I'm your host Adam. You can find my podcast on Zoom Marketplace. And uh, <laughs> thanks you guys again for coming again. This is a great talk, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>